Welcome, 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 podcast listeners. It is episode number 220 of the Fret Talk podcast. You are here with your host, Mr. Budget Pedal Chap, with an extra radio-y voice this week. You are also joined by Lee Say hi, Lee. Well, thank you very much, dude. <laughs> so are, more like Fred Flintstone in the bloody radio producer. Oh, it's your catchphrase. It's coming back. It's making a comeback. <laughs> yabba dabba doom. Oh, so when you rec- that is also my Fred catchphrase. <laughs> like you've taken it to a dark place already. Um, yeah, your next your next news video. Please, please, please put yabba dabba doom in there somewhere. I mean, do we do I'm it doing for the that in the morning? Uh, yeah, I can do that. Cool, if I remember. But we are we are on tenter hooks here because we have also got a new fresh voice on the podcast. We have got Mr. Josh Castle from so much, so so much. You are one of our new pedal boards of doom YouTuber extraordinaires, aren't you? Oh my gosh, it's Josh, and yes, I am. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's Josh. Indeed. So, I, th- I think we should probably start by introducing you proper. So, who are you, Josh? Uh, I am a knobhead, as most people tend to call me. Yep. Um, but You're fitting uh, well here. Yeah, I'm <laughs> my name's Josh, uh, I'm a guitarist, and I like making noise and guitar sounds. Indeed. Essentially, so you're a lot, lot more of a heavier guitarist than uh, than myself. Not no, not so much Lee because Lee does dabble a little bit in that end of the the spectrum. Um, but you've got full well, on blues dad over here. <laughs> <laughs> but Josh, you, I'd like to. Th- you go even further, don't you? You you go even further than Lee. Uh, I would probably say so. I think I'm definitely like on the spectrum. I'm I'm kind of in that uh, dirty sort of progressive industrial goodness of tone, stank face inducing, because I like to call it. Oh yes, the uh, the full on s- smell a fart face. The I mean we're we're pulling the... faces on an audio podcast, but. So much so that the the listener <laughs> no, will no, be able sorry, to... sorry, I did actually just fart. I'm sorry. Indeed, and that, you will get the stank <laughs> face. Like, but yeah, like that. When someone's dropping some dirty funk, that you can, it's so nasty that you can taste it. You get that. Yes. Oh. Yes. That like oh, oh, yeah. sort of sound. Yeah. Mm. So uh, we need to do a little bit of housekeeping, boys, because we we can't just go on like this confusing people because they're all going to think that you're talking to yourself. (laughs) There is more than one person here. (laughs) The the truth is that these guys live in the same neck of the woods in the UK um, up north, and they um, that's why they both sound very very much the same. So hopefully, our uh, our leader, the uh, budget pedal chap, has panned this left and right. So. If it sounds like one person who's kind of like popping his head around the either side of your head, that's kind of what's going on. So you're going to have to separate them mentally. Indeed. I mean, I'm really offended that you say that we're from up north. We're not from up north. Yeah, we are that, those that's, people. That's why, that's why I say it, because yeah. it really upsets him. <laughs> yeah, he does it every time, even though I explain to him that the Midlands, by definition, is in the middle. 
<laughs> we are literally the dividing line between the north and the south. So, it's like between the, the commoners and the peasants. If you include Scotland, but if you're including just like England, it's definitely north. I mean, you're, you're not even in England anymore, so you don't get a say. Well, I do. Just because I'm not in England, I can, I can talk about a place I've lived for like nearly 40 years. No. Oh, God, no, that's depressing. That is, uh, <laughs> your, your rights have been revoked. They are null and void now. And and to be fair, they were wrong anyway. The Midlands is the middle. Yeah. Um, but enough kind of local local rivalry. We shall... Yes. Uh, uh, local? Anyway, look, it, the point is, if you are a little bit confused by them sounding similar, uh, that's why. <laughs> I mean, most people probably won't have a won't have an issue. Lee has got very underdeveloped hearing, and just hears anyone from I, the centre of the UK as as the same person. We, we have to remember, like a large proportion of our listeners that are in the US, so. Yeah, and even they'll be able to get it right. Well, people in America, like to us, can live in completely different states, and 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 they can sound very, very similar. Whereas to them, that they're very, very different. So we don't hear it; we just hear like, "Oh, hang on a minute, what what's that person saying?" I suppose Texas to to New York is uh, very different. Sheet of American jokes in out the way. I can't (laughs) use that. (laughs) (laughs) Indeed, yeah. I think at last last check. It was something like fifty nine percent of our audience are from the US, which woo, go you guys. Makes you makes you more attractive to your sister. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm not entirely sure we're from those states. No, that's uh, a mid, that's, that's a Midlands thing, I'm guessing. Ah, uh, here we go. <laughs> back, back to the Midlands, right? So I, I kid you not, the village that we've moved into, we didn't realise, but all our friends that live in like different areas, they're all like, "Yeah, that's kind of like your area." It's kind of oh dear. <laughs> so you've uh, you've become a country bumpkin. Yeah, I do like it out here. It's nice. Without the O. Without... <laughs> Indeed. Hmm. Um, yeah, I mean... You, Listeners you... are like, I like him. I like that boy. He's, he's good, that one. Indeed, we'll, ha- we'll have him on again. Um, so, <laughs> so, Josh, 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 tell us some more about yourself. Uh, you play music. You just play it. Uh, home do you play out with people so i am a standing guitarist for a ramstein tribute band in the uk ramloid if you want to check them out i'm not pushing them uh, obviously it's american listeners i don't know whether you have american style ramstein tribute bands over there um other than that i'm usually playing at home i'm riff writing i'm making tones i jam i do live videos i dabble with a bit of everything yeah you you do you you're quite uh quite frequent on the old uh, instagram aren't you? you you make quite a few um videos <laughs> you make you make you know you do uh, like track playthroughs of songs i've never heard uh, which is fantastic. <laughs> yeah, I think that's along with the majority of people, to be honest. Um, I'm usually putting up, you know, clips of playing either progressive metal 
or just noises with playing with effects pedals, uh, doing live streams, uh, playthroughs of tracks, um, when I'm making tones with my quad cortex and capturing pedals and just anything to do with music, I, I do it as, you know. Noise. Uh, and just as a as a cheeky little bonus, where can we find you um, on on Tinterwebs? So on Tinterweb, you can find me on Instagram at the Corona Mortis. Not anyway affiliated with the coronavirus. Um, <laughs> you can find me on Instagram at forward slash Joshy ZK J O O S H I Z K. Noise. And uh, as we as we mentioned at the start of the video, you've recently. Uh, fallen into a, a different position haven't you you've fallen into a, a new position here at the old uh pedal boards of doom yes HQ. i have i was um i caught wind of pedal boards of doom and looking for some new hosts and i thought being you know doing a lot of videos myself of covers and bits and pieces i wanted to branch out and try something different try something new and uh, my first video i think went down quite well doing um tones with the quad cortex showing how easy it was to do so and thankfully uh lee has been very nice to uh keep me on and start doing more videos of you guys so i'm really looking forward to it indeed um, we've yeah. uh, just released another one uh moments ago yes i have a will it stank is going to be the first of a series where i'm going to put pedals to the test to make sure that they can pull a stank face and if they do i'll be rating them on the josh castle approved stankometer damn right and uh we're not going to give away any any secrets as to where this new pedal fell on that stankometer but the bar is set quite high yes obviously if you want to find out you're just going to have to go and view the video yourself indeed and let's so let's whip it back around to that kind of that first outing in uh pedal boards of do that went down really well so you were kind of going through the uh the quad cortex and you were doing like a a little bit of a whistle stop tour of the features of the cortex while also building up a, a tone weren't you Yes, um, I wanted to show because obviously people know about like Kemper's and Axe Effects. Kemper is plug and play. Axe Effects is definitely getting more into the nitty gritty things. And I wanted to show just how easy it was to build a preset on the Quad Cortex and how quickly you can do so. So I decided to get two very common amplifiers that you know people can get hold of a JCM 900 and a 5150 style amp. Putting those, you know one hard pan left one hard pan right with tube screamer uh in front just and uh both put them into some four by 12 cabs and just to show you how easy and quick it was to get a really monstrous big sounding tone and i think it come out quite nicely yeah and the, the way that you did that in in stages as well you showed what each of those blocks within that added to the tone so you started with the, uh, I think you started with the the JCM, didn't you? Yeah. Uh, and then you you played through that, and that sounded you were like, okay, this is this is pretty nice. Um, and then uh, was it you added the tube screamer onto that to to shape that tone next? Well, what I wanted to do first was just get each sound on the left and right sorted. So I kind of had a good idea of what yeah. I was going to do when I went into it anyway. Um, 
I mean, for me, like I like guitar tones that have got a, quite a throaty mid punch to them. Mm. I just think it gives you a nice bit of clarity. Um, so I thought if I've got an amp like the JCM, which can carry the high end quite nicely, and like the, the 5150 style, which can give you the the low end punch as well, they would kind of sit together quite nicely so i did one sound and then okay i'll try another sound by itself blend them together and to be fair straight away they were just right in the ballpark of where i wanted and the tube screamer was to purely just tighten it up a little bit yeah the tube screamer used in a really traditional kind of metal uh metal way not really pushing much gain but shaping that it, it's almost kind of like taming the 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 bottom end, which can get away with you, uh, get away from you, with higher gain settings. I'd, I'd like to say though, if anyone wants to know the rest of the settings, they should go and watch the bloody video. <laughs> yes, because if you go and watch the video, there's also a link to it where you can get download it for free. Indeed, mm. if, if you are one of those lucky lucky people who owns the Quad Cortex, but like the the beauty of it as well is you can follow that tutorial like if you had something like an axe effects or something like um the helix actual stuff i mean if you had yeah. the actual stuff as well yes you could you could follow this in, like i'm just gonna pan this out i'm just gonna move this jcm over to the court this corner of the room and <laughs> no, but, like, if, but that that's the kind of thing i want to make sure that i can do with things like that because you know there's no point me doing one with a friedman be 100 deluxe and i don't know um a, a dual rectifier because yeah. not everybody has them and I, i'd like to think that i can make the tones out of gear that's actually pretty commonly available to that, that's everyone. the thing that we've kind of tried to keep a little bit on the on the channel because there are lots of channels out there uh and I, i'm gonna <laughs> pick on one in particular i'm gonna pick on um that pedal show which i, I really love the guys um you know dan and mick are, are amazing but they will sit there with a uh, two rock. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so let's, these are the tones that you get from a 1962 yeah. Strat and for a two rock. And you're like, great. <laughs> Good <laughs> <Yeah>. for you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, it's a great tone. Don't get me wrong, but I've played a Dumble. Yeah. <laughs> great. I'm really I mean, the, pleased for you. The, the great thing about the quad cortex is, is it's allowed me to explore those avenues as well. So my most popular preset that I've got, on my neural DSP account is yep, it's my John Mayer patch which I've made. It's entitled Gaia for Mayer. <laughs> and uh, we do know, not. <laughs> we, we should cut that. <laughs> <laughs> it's not um, a sexual slander because I love John Mayer's guitar tones, and it allowed me to get like a two rock and um, a Dornwood style tone, and you know a clon in inverted commas and and yeah. it, oh, it's just fantastic with a strat in position four beautiful banging mm. absolutely banging um so yeah i mean it's it's well worth even if you don't have the the quad cortex and you've got like another modeler it's well worth watching the video because you can see how you like how your your thought process works with building these like building these certain like building blocks of that tone and how they then work together. 
Yeah, it's a relatively a quite because there's so many different ways that can use the workflows within the cortex. Yeah. I mean, if you just literally want to have just one row, you can just have one row. If you want to split your chain into two left, two amps on the left and two amps on the right, uh, utilizing the four rows, you can. If you want to do wet, dry, wet, you can. I mean, the, the features are absolutely endless, and I'm going to be covering more of those features in videos to come. Yeah, I look forward to it because uh, I, I I didn't really know a great deal about the the quad cortex, um, and your videos really kind of sparked some interest in that and like some of the possibilities that you can get with it. So I'm looking forward to it. I mean, the big thing for me was um, I'll be honest. When I got it, I expected it to be bigger than it actually was and heavier than it actually was. Yeah. It's it's the size of like an iPad or a MacBook Pro. It's 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 okay. absolutely tiny. So for me, I can just literally take a guitar and my quad cortex in a gig bag, and that's that's all I need. Yeah. And if you if you wanted to, you can run a bass two guitars and vocals into it and just run that straight to your PA and that's your your gig setup. Right guys, that's all amazing. The quad cortex is amazing and all that, but we don't want to talk about that. We want to talk about you being on the bloody podcast of Richard's <laughs> Zven Cusp because a uh, Cusp, sorry, because um that is amazing and it's so much more important. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, tell us man. Yeah, I'll be honest. It was an apps. It's I mean, Richard from Ramstein was the guy that got me into playing guitar. Um, so like my, I've always thought I would love, I would die just to have two minutes to talk to him. And I was very fortunate enough that he was promoting his album on a podcast um, with the Emigrate drummer because um, they've got the new album coming out, and um, obviously that's Richard's side project and I entered into this competition and it was asking about how Richard's music kind of came into your life and things like that and I put in, you know put in my two cents as it were and I got picked to talk to him live and I was just like holy shit and I thought I was gonna shit my heart out man it was insane absolutely banging absolutely what did he bang. ask you um so it was weird. Like I was just literally sat at my laptop for about an hour and a half, just waiting to be called in. So oh, I'm just really? sat there kind of like tapping my, my fingers waiting. And then all of a sudden I just hear like Richard go, Hey, is this Josh? And I'm like, oh, uh, yep. Hello. How you doing? Blah, blah, blah. And he was like, um, so, Hey, how are you, how are you doing? Sort of thing. Um, but what I didn't he's German and he's not American. <laughs> Yeah, he's German, but he lived a long time in uh, New York, um, and he's got a very, very good English uh, language. Um, all emigrates sung in English as well, anyway. Right, yeah. But most um, German people I know speak very good in, uh, English, yeah. Yeah. And um, But what I forgot I had had on Zoom was my profile picture was me and my missus were dicking about, and that's not me having, having coitus or sex. Um, but the coitus was, mortis. <laughs> the, the coitus mortis, yeah. Um, I had just sat on my shoulders and, like, um, took this photo. and um, But I didn't have a shirt on. And Richard uh, was kind of like, I'm guessing that's you and your girlfriend, your 
naked or something. <laughs> uh, yeah. And I was just like, oh, no, 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 I'm not naked. Me and my missus were just messing about taking this photo. And um, I said, but as long as you can't see my schnitzel, it's all right. And then he just, he burst out <laughs> laughing. And I, as far as I was concerned, my life is complete. I've made my idol laugh. And then he said to me, oh, schnitzel, that's funny. I had schnitzel for dinner last night. And <laughs> it, it was Bet just you like... Did you dirty <laughs> I was just like, my mind was absolutely blown. And then I, I spoke to him about my story, about how his music kind of fell into my life and basically saved me from suicide and whatnot. And he was really touched by it. And he was, um, you know, began talking about it. And it, it was just, it was very humbling just to be able to say thank you to him at the end of the day. Oh, absolutely, man. So, and, and where so, can we catch that? Is uh, so the podcast is not out. Well, as as this is being recorded, it's not out. But um, Joe Letts, uh, that his last name spelled L E T Z, um, he'll be bringing out on his podcast uh, Let's Talk Shit, I think it's called, nice. and uh, it'll probably be. No, be that's on us, there. isn't it? Hmm? That's us, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> no, as is guaranteed to talk shit. Mm. <laughs> 100 there's, di- there's a difference <laughs> um so yeah it, it, it was just a real sur- surreal mad moment and um I, I i still don't think i've quite come down from it yet <laughs> nice <laughs> and, but speaking of podcasts as well you're not a uh not a stranger to the world of podcasting yourself are you no i have a guitar gear related podcast called guitar geeks which you can find on all streaming platforms and youtube um so uh it's entitled the guitar geeks podcast i talk to guitarists and musicians in some cases bands about general shit to be honest you know what got them into playing guitar you know guitar effects blah you know and just yeah. loads of different stuff uh we've had adrian thorpe from thorpe effects we've had mikey demas in skin dread and Redbeard effects we've had joss allen we've had uh rob chapman we've had phil dyer from victory and boss on there uh we've had a good uh, selection of people on there so far Nice. Sorry if I've missed you out, if anybody's listening that's been on. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's a bit of crossover there. We've, we've had a few of those guys. Uh, Most on of our, them. On our cast as well, haven't we? Yeah. We have, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So maybe we need to like write down a list of the ones that we haven't and just cross them off. As well. We haven't had um, we haven't had Joss or Rob, and I think that was about the only two that we... We've not uh, had Mikey on either, have we? We didn't share. Have we not? We've not had Mikey oh. on. We've had, we've had Adrian on. Uh, we did an interview with him. Quite early on in the podcast, actually. Oh, I love Thorpey. He's he's fucking brilliant. He's so funny. Yeah, I, like you know, if he starts taking the piss out of you, that you're in a good, you're in a good like sort of circle with him. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, and like we've we've seen him around at like a fair few shows and and whatnot. We've we've had loads of uh, loads of dealings with, with Thorpey. Uh, I've got a few more guests that are penciled in to uh to be on the show as well i just need to get round to getting things booked and uh getting them on there but there's there's still some good amount of content to come from there not to steal the thunder from obviously our <laughs> podcast here i'm just saying go on give us a give us a sneak peek um, so coming up i i oh know i can say this here um i have um 
Phil Short, who is an artist with Neural DSP. I've got James Douglas Davis, who's an artist with Mayonnaise Guitars. Uh, Stephen Ward, who works with uh, Neural DSP. He should be coming on as well. And I'm trying to find a date to get Jack Gardner on. I would love to get Jack Gardner on. And possibly, this isn't setting stone, but possibly Rabia Massad. Ooh, and you're a big uh, big beer fan yourself, aren't you? Yes, yes I am. Self-inflicted afro whore person <laughs> thing. Nice. <laughs> I could do with a beer right now, actually. I can't drink beer at the moment, unfortunately. No, you can't, <laughs> can you? I mean, that would be really cruel for us to crack open a beer right now, wouldn't it? And just... I'm but... Back in a sec. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be worse if it was gin. Then I wouldn't be happy. Oh no, thanks. I do. I do Oof. like a nice bit of it. It's got to be summer though. I do. I, I find it quite refreshing in summer. Um, do you know what I really enjoy in the summer is a lovely sangria. Yeah, I, I've had a messy night in Spain drinking sangria. <laughs> yeah, it's got it's got to be full of fruit, isn't it? Like yeah. My wife and I both really like that. Yeah, we're talking about sangria that's full up with basically a good few shots of every single alcohol oh. you have in the house <laughs> it's like there's <laughs> nothing that isn't put in there yeah yeah fair fair i mean we are british surely surely you've got to have pims if you pims and lemonade throw in a, a summery like fruity cocktail together but hey ho um uh, there's nothing better than knocking back a few beers though on a really hot day like really oh, ice cold yeah. beers i know it sounds like i'm an australian but it's nothing better than just like good day mate you can't beat it we've oh. got our fosters let's uh let's wrangle it onto some news because i think we've got a fair amount unless uh, we've not really done what we've been up to this week have we lee um, no you've been cold I've, yeah, I, I've, I've been away in a in an Icelandic country. Um, yeah, but so, it wasn't Iceland. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I took the missus uh, frozen food shopping. <laughs> <laughs> That's a joke. Only the British people are going to understand. Indeed, I mean you can infer by context. Uh, but yeah, so I've I've really not done a, a great deal of. Uh, guitar playing this week and last week i spoke about the no talk all tone that i'm recorded that will be coming out this week um so i mean i've i'm that's it i'm spent guys i'm <laughs> shot my load early yeah. uh so lee what you not what? the first time <laughs> no, oh, it won't be the last as well i tell you mate it won't be the last well, i've been up to quite a bit um some of it I can't really talk about, which is a shame because I really want to. But hopefully by the time we we podcast next, I'll have uh, quite a bit to talk about about that. But there's a couple of things I've been doing. One that only one which was playing with myself, one which was playing with something that you've also got, and one was uh, playing with something that Josh has also got. <laughs> I mean, and that is her piece. I didn't, I didn't think we were going to be speaking about that. <laughs> How did you know? Podcast. So uh, the first thing is I managed after. White, some messing around to sort my MIDI art on my board because uh, it was it was something I sorted out before we moved to uh, Svalia, and then um, when I got here, I moved a few bits and pieces around just before, and I I just couldn't be bothered to do the MIDI and setting up MIDI is so painful if you do it like the old fashioned way. Um, so I uh, I I 
managed to not only set up my MIDI, I've managed to um, pull up presets on certain bits and pieces. I'm still trying to get it so I can set my DD500 as my um, <laughs> as my um, go to uh, tap tempo. So when I hit the tap tempo on my DD500, it will globally sort out the um, the tap tempo. The tempo across everything. everything. Yeah, yeah, cool. Exactly. Uh, I can do that from ESA, but I can work out to do it. It was just, I, I knew how to do it, it just wasn't working for some reason. So I, yeah. it's, it's so complicated. But I have managed to make it so my expression pedal that's into my ESA can change the expression uh, parameters of pretty much any of my pedals and okay. multiple at the same time. So, All via MIDI. So what pedals so, have you got that uh, allow expression in then? Oh god, right, okay. DD five hundred, which is the only one that I can't get it working on. Uh Eris Menzo. Uh Eris Menzo. Merisenzo. Menzo. Which I really want be... one of those. Uh you can buy mine. I'm swapping it. I'm getting the uh, SY two hundred. Um so we'll talk about that. Don't later. tempt me. Um Eventide, uh which is the micro pitch which I'm gonna be swapping soon, probably for a H nine because there's so many Meris pedals that I really want. Um, Fairly, yeah. got Tricera uh, course coming soon as well um, but uh, I can do the OD200 as well that was really nice because I could swell in the game and that was really cool um, I can also change things on my GT1000 core with the um, with the expression and possibly possibly the looper the RC5 and that's the other thing I've managed to do. I've managed to set up a patch where I've turned my ES5, uh, sorry, ES8 into all the other buttons from the um, from the looper. So I've even got one that will reverse a line that I've played. So I'll play it, hit it, and it will reverse that loop. Nice. Smart. Yeah, it's so cool. Um, I tried it out the other day. And the only thing I didn't manage to do was make any nice tones. So, <laughs> I mean yeah. that is secondary in this this uh, process. Yes. However, I received um some pedals from a company called Exonic, which um they're called the Air Step. There's two. One's called the Light and one's called I can't remember. <laughs> the heavy um, hashtag professional. I, I actually think I actually think one's called the air step and the other one's called the air step, step light. light. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah, yeah. I, I think that's the case. Yeah, um, they are absolutely amazing. They are. If you kind of ask what they do, they kind of do everything. Um, so if you've got a product such as the HX Stump the quad cortex the gt1000 core or anything along these lines or even like your your loop switches like the g3 the es8 and that sort of thing um you can connect these to them and you can have them so they control it so i can have my board over behind me but link it up to the air step and just stick the air step under my desk and i can program it via an app on my phone as to what patch what the switches do the switches on it you've got five switches you've got one of these haven't you you've got the the normal one as well uh yeah yeah i think i've got the one that's got a few uh like jackins on it yeah 
better than jack offs yeah um so you've got <laughs> five switches on these each of them you can either press once you can um press and hold, hold or you can set them up as tap so you can like multiple press them on so you've got three yeah. functions on each and so far I've only used this with my Wazarez because I'm just waiting for some instructions from the chaps uh, as to how to set the other one up, which I think, but this one, to set this up was so easy. I just went onto the app, made sure that it was connected from Bluetooth to my phone, and then I just clicked a, a thing, went down to a found Wazarez, and then I had like five different Wazarez settings to choose from. I chose one um, that I wanted, and then basically... It's opened up so much on my Wazarez, and I'll explain as to why very quickly. On the Wazarez, you've got two buttons on the side, and they go through the five different presets, or you can use the app. Yeah. So you've got five different presets, and on those presets, you can have, you choose your amp, you choose your one of three different, uh, sorry, you can choose three different effects on it. You can choose a an overdrive, you can choose a... Um, Mod. A modulation, and then you can choose like a reverb. Yeah. But there are actually five different blocks of uh, that you can select. You just can't have access to them for some reason. Um, what this does is it gives me access to all five of the different blocks so I can switch any of them on. So on the preset, you have the preset on or you go to the next preset. So the only options you've got once all your presets are set up on the Wazarez is preset one, two, three, or four, or five. Yeah. What this does is if I um, press and hold button one, it will select preset one. If I press and hold preset four, uh, button four, it will select preset four, which yeah. is the first up to, uh, bonus because on the Wazarez, you had to go through every single preset. You couldn't jump between them. Yeah. So you had to go sequentially. Or if I just press the button, it turns on and off the effects blocks on each one of the presets, and each preset will have different uh, effects blocks. Nice. As you design by yourself. So, yeah, I've gone from having five different tones to having 25 different tones. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, more than 25 different tones <laughs> yeah. because you've got all the combinations of those. <laughs> yes, exactly that, isn't it? So it's 20, uh, yeah, is it, yeah, it's 25 different tones per patch. So that's 125 different tones. Sure. So can you use this with, like I say, just a normal box standard pedal board? Um, if it's MIDI controlled, then yes. Um, but it has to be something that takes MIDI messages. Yeah. Cool. But. The, the the big bonus of it is it's so easy to set up. It took me minutes. And where- I would love to try, sorry to interrupt, but I would love to try something like that using sort of like the archetype Gojira, for example, where you can just set all your tones and then I'm guessing you could just press and hold to turn on a, you know, the drive or yeah. change that, that, that would be brilliant. They, they, they say you can use it with doors. You don't, it doesn't even have to be musical. So there are some, uh, camera, uh, switches that you can have. Um, so for, if you're doing YouTube videos and you've got lots of cameras with you, you can have like a camera switcher. Think of like something like the ESA, but, yeah. but for cameras, oh, fuck me, like a loop switch. 
camera loop yeah. switcher. This is fucking. This is insane. Exactly. <laughs> so, <laughs> and for something like that, it, you can set it up wirelessly as well. Damn. And that's that's the cool thing about this. You see, um, I'm just showing the boys here. You can see there's no ins and outs on here, other than a, a plug-in for the nine yeah, volt yeah, for the battery. So, so you could probably just run that off a normal power supply with the board anyway. It's battery. It's got a lithium-ion battery. Oh, nice. Yeah, so that's what I mean. It's completely wireless. See the little aerial on the back. Um, I am i wasn't sure. You know, I, I thought it was going to be good. I saw people saying it was good. I'm utterly blown away by this. I, I love my Wazirez. I thought they were amazing. Now, I don't think I'd want to use them unless I had this. It's just... I, I've wanted to try the Wazirez. I've always been so tempted, like, do I pull the plug on them? But... I've just never done that. All right, fantastic. Really, really good. <laughs> really, really, really good. Um, so that that's one thing I've been doing. Um, and what we're going to do is we're going to do some videos on them. Um, but Mr. Budget Pedal Chap, um, Airstep were kind enough to send you one as well. And we're going to make a video on it to see if um, if... If you can do it. Yeah, <laughs> how, I mean, to be how fair. How easy it is. Like, you you and Airstep colluded together to try and scare the shit out of me. And you <laughs> you both succeeded incredibly. Uh, <laughs> like, this is... It, I mean, I, I am from the, the school of Blue's dad. And this is so, so far away from Blue's dad. Like... I'll, I'll send you in a, a picture of my pedal board because you you've been you did something on pedal boards doing this week, um, asking to roast pedal boards. Mm. Um, I'll, I'll send you a picture of my pedal board and you can see how like held together by gaffer tape. Yeah, fucking... so there's there's going to be some rules on those videos. So I'm going to be making a series of videos about roasting people's boards, um, and there is going to be some rules. If if I if I know someone online, they're going to get really heavily roasted. If I've actually met them in real life, it doesn't matter how good their board is; they are getting absolutely toasted. Like, <laughs> I'm guessing I'll, I can get mine out to be roasted then. Yeah, let's not play with them right now because we don't want to drop them. <laughs> um, yeah, so that, that's going to be fun. But i tell you what, what made me laugh this week. I've been talking to a company who make uh, this um, pedal called the Ridge, which is basically uh, pretty much they explain that it's pretty much every single overdrive pedal that you can ever imagine. Think of something like the OD 200 from boss, but it has oh, no yeah. digital, um, circuitry did this on the on... news last week, didn't you? Yeah. And then you commented on them on there saying, cause I said on there about it having MIDI on there. And I was like, and this is everything we want. This is like, this is the way we want the, the industry to move forward. And you commented on there saying, it's not the way I want the industry to move forward. And they read that whilst I was having a meeting with them. And I said, someone commented this. And I was like, yeah, that's um, that, that's my friend. And that's kind of, uh, we do a podcast together. And that's, that's kind of his thing. Yeah. I mean, but to be fair, I, I, like... The the comment was half in jest, but actually, yeah. actually, there's there's a lot of people thinking that. Like, I'm gonna use like buy this amazing like MIDI preset pedal, find a toad in it, and then just have it as an on off switch 
Well, this is the thing. It's got a preset built into it as well. So you can find your two perfect tones on there and just switch between them with the preset switch and you don't need to have any, any MIDI switcher in there. So they've been very clever with that pedal. But I'll tell you what, when we've, when we've got one, we'll talk about it in more detail on here so we can actually give a, a true rundown on it and we'll do a video of it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm, I'm happy to be proven wrong. I, I really... Like, I, I saw the... Like, actually, after seeing your video... Uh, it piqued my interest because the the way that you're speaking about it and like how impassioned you were about this this pedal, I I was like actually yeah I'm on board but I, I never um, pass up an opportunity to troll Lee so <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and vice versa <laughs> exactly. exactly so just quickly the other thing that I've been doing which has been pretty cool is been playing with this uh, Black Cat Devices 3D printed pedal and uh, Josh you've got one of these as well and that's what we've made a video about isn't it yes the video went out today so if you've not checked out the video make sure you go to the YouTube and check it out um, it's a fun pedal there's some I great say, tones in there if uh, once you kind of get those settings right, it really does kind of get the the drool coming out the corner of your mouth a little bit. Yeah, it's it's um, you know there are it's one of those pedals that not all the tones in the pedal are great, but once you've nailed it in, it is great. But I tell you what, I, I really want to talk about is is the, the is how it's built because that's what really stands out about these, isn't it? They're they're three D printed. Yes, uh, I I was very skeptical when I heard it was three D printed because let's be fair, you know, you know there are some pedal brands out there that don't you know you know make them necessarily brilliantly and you play them three times and they break so i was kind of like hmm you know sort of single person thing 3d printed you know is it going to actually be in any stronger and it's actually surprisingly robust yeah should i throw this one across the room i mean if you want to it's alive um, there we go uh li- live <laughs> on it i mean there's always that stigma with with plastic pedals that the old Behringer pedals had and and they were the kind that you'd put your foot through um mm. yeah and yeah to be fair like you, you hear plastic pedal you instantly even if you don't want to like subconsciously your mind goes back to those and you're like mm, well will it will it take will it take the road yeah. I I think also you know Lee saying about the 3D printing being like a standout feature for me I thought what was a really good feature that actually not too many distortion pedals use is the the silicon and the germanium style settings now like for me I love fuzz and I love my germanium fuzzes that I've got so being able to have that sort of option is 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 quite nice yeah yeah softens up the the gain stage doesn't it and you get those kind of like creamy rounded corners to your tone yeah yeah uh, i mean i personally even though i like my germanium fuzzes i actually was enjoying this in the silicon mode i preferred it in the silicon mode as well yeah i tell you what though we we've done a video now on how it sounds and and whether it provided a stank face um but we're gonna do a video on 
how well it holds up. So we're going to stick it on yeah. the floor, and uh, young Josh is going to uh, stank, stamp on it, not stank on it. And uh, yeah, we'll see <laughs> how, it, uh, stank see on how it. it holds up. What I, I think what we should maybe try and do is say I'm going to just use anything within my might that I can muster and then I'm going to plug it in I'm going to see if it still works if it still works I'm thinking about taking it up a notch and we'll give it to my German Shepherd and see what my German Shepherd can do with it (laughs) and if that still works then Colin me absolutely impressed we could always try and put it under the wheels of my car well, spoilers, I think it's going to hold up because it seems pretty bloody... Um, yeah, I, I like, think it would I think it would as well. Mm. I may yeah. genuinely think it would. We'll have to find out. I think we probably need a control experiment on this as well. Oh, I yeah. think I've got a... Um, I've got a few cheap pedals knocking about that we can... We can <laughs> well, I'll tell you what we can use. We can use my... Um, my <clears throat> wish clan that I bought um, uh, because it was a surprisingly good pedal however after about three days one of the capacitors blew in it which is why it's 29 quid but it doesn't work now so maybe I can use that as my benchmark yeah, but, then do. it doesn't, but then it, it, it doesn't already work so maybe that's just kind of not the point but maybe you know visual damage yeah we're, we're kind of like seeing like more it's more about like um just how much abuse can a 3d printed pedal take and, and if it is the case of hang on a minute these kick ass then maybe it would encourage more people to go down that route because it's better for the environment because you can just make them out of recycled plastic yeah exactly yeah completely do you want to i um I did hear a rumour that um, thought going back to Thorpe, he's looking at making pedals that are carbon fibre. And can I just say that makes me really stiff? Like, <laughs> I think that I think that would be awesome. Yeah, I, I saw he had a three D printed prototype of uh, a pedal, um, and it was um, yeah, yeah, really, really interesting. It was um, the Lee Harris signature pedal. Really, really cool. Cool. So, after your kind of, what were your first impressions on the lion? Yeah, like I say, there's some really good tones in there. Um, it was a little bit bass heavy for me. I think it'd be really good for like that sort of doom tone. Um, but I, I think once you really kick up the raw uh, and kick in the overdrive, it had some had some pretty meaty tones on it. Yes, as soon as I kicked in that second gain stage, I was just like, ugh, ugh. <laughs> Strange enough, I think it's got some really good blues tones in it as well. I think you could as well, yeah. Bit of reverb, bit of delay, and you're off. That's one for our resident dad guitarist to uh, put to the test. <laughs> yeah, yeah mate. Well, you guys are neighbours. I know you like talk over yeah. like um, over the fence, a couple yeah. of pl- plastic cups and a bit of string sort of thing. So, um, <laughs> yeah, it's in, in our three we... In the Midlands, we can't afford phones. Yeah, it's just, it's just like it's just like um, instead of like telephone wires, it's just this mesh of string. That's <laughs> and yeah, cats yeah. tying it up. I've got the wrong cup. Sorry. Well, <coughs> <laughs> let me just get me mug. Right, let's do a bit of news anyway, lads, because we are we are rolling on the time. Um, I am doing a little bit of housekeeping from last week <coughs> because I did mention uh, that we would 
we'd go over this bit of news that we didn't quite have time for. I have a feeling that we might not have time for all of the news this week as well. <laughs> um, so, what are we saying? Uh, we're talking about Chuck Berry, um, a 1970s ES355. They are doing... It wasn't the ES355, it was the uh, 2112. What? <laughs> <laughs> we were joking about Chuck Berry being in Russia earlier. <laughs> so, <I'll> just... <laughs> what? what? <laughs> so the guitar's going to last about 20 minutes and have absolutely no point. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey, hey. <laughs> right, ste- steady on here, Josh. Steady on. <laughs> we were just warming to you then as well. <laughs> uh, so the ES three three, sorry three five five Murphy Lab aged. So this is pricey, pricey, pricey. And ev- any time you hear Murphy Lab, you are talking upwards of like you're talking custom shop money, which in Gibson Gibson terms is somewhat ridiculous. So it's very similar to. Uh, the BB King Lucille that we mentioned last week. Uh, doing it in limited run. There's 100 available. Uh, plain maple top. Uh, laminate maple. Uh, so, it's, so it's plain maple laminate. And then you've got maple block uh, for the center. Comes with a Maestro Vibrola uh, trim system, which are only ever decorative. Don't don't be tempted to use that thing. <laughs> uh uh, and it also comes with the vary tone as well, which um, the BB King's got. But I think that does it in stereo, so you've got like a stereo um, jack input. So they're like two two separate jacks. The what what are you showing me here? Murphy Lab a Jerry Cantrell. Steady that on. Also came out, didn't it, this week? I think did it. No. Oh, I don't know if... No, I don't think so. So, uh, like, the, the very tone switch on this one, um, but it's a mono input. Uh, the very tone switch is actually really, really useful. Um, I tried a uh, an Epiphone BB King uh, with the very tone switch, and surprising how much those tone capacitors make a difference in the tone. You can go from, like, really bright and spanky, almost single-coil tones... To like full, thick, juicy, um, humbucking kind of Gibson PAF tones, um, and a lot of the time, if you listen to um, if you listen to Chuck Berry's tone, it's actually a lot brighter than you think it would be. Mm. Uh, considering he's he's playing he's playing one of these hollow bodies, you're thinking nice and warm, rounded tones, and actually, it's it's really kind of raspy and bitey. Honestly, I'm surprised he doesn't play like Eddie Van Halen since he got it all off of Marty McFly. <laughs> That's it. Um, so how much are you reckoning for a Murphy Lab aged um, Chuck Berry limited Seven. 200? Seven and a half. Oh, you're not far off. You're not far off. Lee, you going higher or lower? This is price uh, is uh, right. I was Googling it, so... <laughs> Sorry. Um, I, I still haven't seen the price on it, though. Uh, let, let's go for nine grand. Okay. Uh, Josh was the closest. Well done, Josh. You get some internet points this week. It was 6999. Um, That's a lot more reasonably priced than the new Manson DeLorean. 
guitars that they brought out this week. <laughs> Listen, right, we're going to fall out if you start picking on Manson now. <laughs> well, I like, I like Manson guitars. I think they're lovely, but Jesus Christ, that price tag was eye-watering. How much was it? Uh, for the bog standard one, it was eight thousand, oh, and for oh, the yeah. and for the relict one, it was thirteen thousand. Did you see the video they did of it with Matt in the um, in the yes. DeLorean? Yeah, the the video was pretty sweet. I'm not going to lie. I would love to have one, but geez, the price was just oh. I mean, that's where a lot of the budget went for these um, these guitars is on that video. So. Yeah, soak it in, boys. Soak it in. Great Scott. So we've we've got a few uh, a few pedals this week, and they a few of them actually kind of tie in with each other. So we we're kind of going on an LM three hundred eight um, theme this week. The first of which we're talking about is Walrus Audio. Um, they have done yet another revision, so they are on the V three of the Iron Horse, which is kind of brat-based distortion tones. And the revisions that they have done are quite exciting. Quite exciting. So with the uh, previous versions, they had silicon and LED clipping, which was selectable via a a toggle switch, I am to believe. Now they have put it on a blend part, so you can can blend between... So you can get infinite... It's almost an infinite shape feature, but not because Black Star might have some words. <laughs> but yeah, so you can you can go between like silicon and LED, which I believe is like uh, LED is your uh, standard rat, and then the silicon is another version of the rat. Are we talk? Are we? Is it the other way around? There we go. Pretend. Pretend that I had the right. <laughs> I was sure that the originals had uh, LED clipping. No, I don't think they do. Um, you know, Stu would know best, but um, yeah, I'm Stu's one's sure. got LED. Mind you, Stu's Stu's one's got. Um, yes, the the um, sirens has got like three way, hasn't it? Yeah, you've got LED. You've got no nothing, and then you've got um, silicon. Yeah. But then the the chip is. Um, DLM three hundred eight, isn't it? Yeah, I've got to Google this now. No, I'm not going to Google it because I'll get in trouble for that. Yes, you will. <laughs> but no, I don't think I don't think um, LED is the way it normally is. I think it's the uh, silicon is the way it normally is. I'm just looking at it myself now at the moment as well. I was I was sure it was. I was sure. Uh, uh, there's quite a few. Um, I mean, there's there's two different silicon and two different LED versions on the. Um, the Xander Cranium, and I I thought it was um, asymmetrical LED was the uh, standard, but there you go. Um, either way, we've got. I think it, with with this, it was symmetrical, a uh, symmetrical silicon and symmetrical dot, uh, LED, which you can blend between on the Iron Horse. Um, they've also the there was a a volume discrepancy. Um, when selecting, uh, when selecting diodes, silicon and yeah, so they've they've uh, they've smoothed that out a little bit for the uh, for the V three. I think what the like personally, I think what would have made that to take it to the next step would have been able to use that through an expression 
by a TRS. I think if they would have done that and been able to use it with a foot uh, expression, would have been quite good. Well, <laughs> swinging between the two. Yeah. Okay, I can I can understand that. I I'm, I'm seeing it more as like finding the sweet spot. So you find yeah. the sweet spot, like you know, because I I like the silicon for the uh the like sheer bitey attack that it gives, but it can be a bit a bit harsh and a bit brittle sometimes. So if you like just dial it back a bit and add in a bit more of that amp log flavor of the LED clipping. You can find the real sweet spot of tone. So I'm down with that. I'm down with that. Yeah. If if you want amp like clipping and you want to go for FETs, so don't you? You don't want to, you know, that's where you get the real amp like clipping. No, no, yeah. they, they suggest that LEDs is, is really amp like sounding. Um, it's, it's very, uh, look, it clips much, much later on. Uh, uh, much more open as well. Yeah. Uh, generally louder, but um, I always find FETs to feel to feel more more amplified because a FET basically is a valve. So yeah, but they're usually uh, used as the amplification stage, not the clipping stage. No, not well. It, I suppose it depends on the circuit, doesn't it? But I, I, you've built more pedals than I have, so. <laughs> 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 yeah um, Follow it, following diagrams I may add <laughs> oh yeah no, I've not been, yeah I've not built pedals from scratch like it's paint, paint by numbers oh, yeah, it, it's a, yeah it's essentially a giant colouring book for adults and Adult, you can't do that right for, for man babies <laughs> he paints them well <laughs> that's it oh, I'll, but, I'll show you one day um, uh, but we actually, I, I want to just jump in on this Walrus thing before we uh, switch off because um, I should have uh, said we released a, a Walrus distortion on Tamepedia this week as well. Nice. We released the Eris. Yes, yeah, they did the, that uh, like three mode um, distortion, didn't they? Five way uh, clipping options. A bit like a Zander pedal. So you yeah, got, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's been a while since I uh, reported on it. Lovely looking pedal. <laughs> oh yeah, like hands mm. down, like the best looking Walrus audio. Just the the aesthetic on it was absolutely excellent. Yeah, it was very much similar to the to the Ages, um, whereas the Ages was an overdrive with the basically exactly the same pedal but an overdrive. Yes, yeah. is yeah and it is called the eras which is almost an anagram <laughs> of ages um so yeah it's um i wonder what the next one will be called when Ears. you say best looking pedal that they've done are you forgetting about the slow and the janus i mean they are they are very good looking ones as well yeah but this one does look cool it's got like a ball with wings and like it's all red and yellows it, it looks yeah, proper it's, like the it's cool or like almost a kind of cartoony style, uh, like really thick, bold lines. It look, it, it just really stands out really nicely. Um, mm. They're also doing a limited run of Halloween uh, edition Iron Horses for the same price, with um, it's artwork designed by Kareen Alexandra, um, where it's it's a, like a, I think it's like a horse's skull. On the floor. Yeah. Cool. I did but, I did see a glimpse of it today. I did see it advertised and I was like, Oh that that is smart. So by I mean, the time this podcast comes out, Halloween will be over. 
Yes, and these will probably be sold out as gone. Well. Yeah, um, but it's worth noting that Jam also did like a, a run of all their different pedals with Hallow- with a Halloween get-up on them. I made yes. a post of it on um, Pedalboards of Doom, and it just looks so. They look so good. Jam pedals always look great, don't they? Yeah, they also look really, really good. You know who was doing a um, a Halloween discount <laughs> as well? You know who was doing a Halloween discount? For his spooky, spooky pedals. Oh, not JHS for his um, haunted, haunting mids. No, no, it was Astu. He was oh. doing fifteen percent off on the Raise the Dead, and uh, oh, there was another one as well. Yeah, oh, he's I done the he's the, done the, um, the fully was... matte black pedals, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, um, but they they weren't included with this. They were the right. like the rodent three hundred eight. He was him as well was doing like a a traditional, very very um, close spec to original uh, rat circuit. Um, yeah, but they they weren't necessarily released this week. He's been like he did them during lockdown previously, and he's he's doing a run of them now until he runs out of the the three hundred eights because he's. Finding- it's so so funny talking to him about these three hundred eights because he he's getting loads and loads and loads of them in, and he's like finding so many fake ones. He's a lot. He's he's like a a detective with uh, spotting these fakes though as well, isn't it? Or a hoarder, one of the two. <laughs> like, it's yeah, two sides of the coin, isn't it? Um, but Lee, you you uh you've got a little bit of news about a um another 308 based pedal this week haven't you as well yeah breaking so, um, news this is I was talking to Josh over at JHS earlier and they are releasing their new rap pedal which I don't actually know what it's called because their pedals are just pictures on the face of them they don't have the the name of them but it's a black pedal it's got a, a rat with uh, rat's face with red eyes all done in like a, a chalk drawing it looks like a just a rat's face has died. Um, <laughs> and so it's a white outline with the uh, red eyes. Um, and it's in the vein of the muffaletta and the bonsai. So it's uh, just a four-knob pedal. Three of the knobs are the three standard rat knobs, so volume, distortion, and filter. And then the other knob is a nine-way mode knob. I've said knob so many times now. You have. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Use synonyms, yeah. please. It's got four penises, one of which. <laughs> <laughs> right. So the the everyone wants to know what are the modes. Of course you do. All right. Show us first your one. The first one is OG, which means um, original gangster. Of course. So standard. Yeah. Standard rat. Yeah. Cool. Do you know what? Short little segue. I didn't know what that meant, and Matt Knight from Boss had to explain it to me. This was ages not- ago, but I was like, what a danger. <laughs> Matt Knight is possibly the most gangster person I know, so that completely checks out. <laughs> don't know many people. Then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he knows um, three people. Yeah. yeah. Right. Next yeah, one I'm, is... You're the fourth w- now. <laughs> <laughs> don't but- make me come on, knock on that wall and shut you up. <laughs> Guys, if you're going to argue, use the cups, please, okay? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, right. So the next mode is WHT, which we're guessing means... like the white variant of the rat, yeah. But I think that was just a colour thing. I don't know. We're probably completely missing 
something really obvious there. Um, next one is TRB, which we're thinking is the Turbo Rat. Uh, next one is the Brat, which I think was actually a version of the Rat. I can't really remember. Um, then you've got Dirty Rat. Then the next one is LA. Mm-hmm. Um, then after that, you've got um, <laughs> GRF again. I, I it is very late here. It's like eleven o'clock at night, and it's been a long day. So forgive me. Um, then you've got a picture which is kind of like looks like uh, the flux capacitor. It almost looks like something from it's not. It's like such Street Fighter or something like that, or Mush uh, Mush Mushima or some Japanese fucking. Let, let me share the picture with you guys because um you know obviously i've not sent this to you because we're not allowed but uh i think it looks like a flux capacitor looks like a um propeller an old yeah plane. it does I, I, I tell you what i bet it's so obvious so so obvious i'm just tired yeah, I can't yeah. and we're just being absolutely no, it's like when mm. you did that um Oh, the OD two hundred. Yeah, the OD two hundred. Like, screamer. Mm, what could that be? What could that be? Mm. Yeah, that, honestly, <laughs> I, I think that yeah. might be an OCD. And people in the comments were just like, "You absolute." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it was it was so obvious, and I was just being uh, I so even know what they're talking about on pedalboards of doom. Uh, they can't be pedalboards because I don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> I yeah. mean, there was there was a lot of that in in those like because me and me and Lee did some like early news videos before before we found our groove with it, and we looked back on them and the just the pure like bile and hatred it's so funny (laughs) it is so so like how serious people got over the fact that we wasted three minutes of their life it was like a pretty yeah they probably took as long to write the comment as we did watching (laughs) it and and it was just like the amount of dislikes like hate like thumbs down on it it was we were joking about it just a couple of days ago it was just so funny Oh, I mean, to God. be fair, though, like, the people who rallied behind them really did. Like, they, there the were people in those comments who were just going, like, give these guys a break. They are literally just bringing you news and have written it in the, in the title of the, uh, of the video. Chill the fuck out. I even had a message from someone who works within a company saying, Lee, do you think this is going to hurt your brand? I was like, no, man, no, I really don't. And it has been quite successful. It's, um, it's been really, really good. Do you still, the more successful a video gets, the more hate you get, but yeah. not as much, hardly any anymore. Uh, and it's pretty good content as well, isn't it? You know, uh, to be fair, it, it did, it paved the way quite well for the, the news segment. Uh, that we do as a weekly thing, and that's what that I mean. Is, the new ones, are pretty good content. Yeah, it's it, it's some of our most popular stuff. So yeah, absolutely. Like we needed to have done that to get to where we're at now. So yeah, I'm cool sure. with that. Last last mode on this is JHS because there's always on these a JHS mode, and generally speaking, that JHS JHS mode is a little bit louder than all the others to make it sound better. True story. <laughs> I mean, that's one way of doing it, I suppose. Are we going to have a, a little sweeps with no money involved to think about what it's going to be called? Okay, okay. Um, I mean, like, Rodent has been done to death, like, Black Plague, like, all, all these kind of things, like, they've all been done done to death, haven't they? So he, he has, like... um 
Let's think about some of the, the uh, pedals he's got. He's obviously the muffler at the bonsai we mentioned earlier. So they're single words. So it might stand to reason this is also a single word. Um, why did he call it the bonsai? It could be like Raticate from Pokemon. I mean, remembers that. Yeah. Nintendo are going to get the fuck on you if you start calling stuff with Raticate, aren't they? <laughs> New Pokemon yeah. game coming out. Is there? there is yet Arceus mm. Legends, isn't it? I, I meant the um, the remake of Crystal and is it Crystal? Oh, I can't remember. It's a it's a remake of another one. Anyway, that's completely relevant. Name for this? Could it be Roland? <laughs> Roland. <laughs> you can imagine what Roland would be like. Oh no, <laughs> you're not allowed to call it that. <laughs> yeah, Just, like uh, Raticus or something. I don't know. Like something. That's going to be obvious. Splinter. Fang. The JHS uh, Splinter. I bet there's a Splinter rap pedal already. It's got to be, isn't there? Yeah, possibly. Fang. Maybe. Yeah, the Fang. Yeah, the Fang. Mind you, the uh, TC have got the Fangs distortion, haven't they? And that's uh, rap Yeah. Fang. I feel like we're replicating the JHS board meeting for what to call it. <laughs> yeah, it's like that meme of, you know, the ones where they're talking about suggestions and the one guy just says, why don't we just call it the rat and just gets thrown out the window. It's like, <laughs> it, 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 it's that meme come to life. It is. Yeah. I don't know. Um, S- listeners. Well, uh, stars. Go on. Stars. I was going to say, listeners, give us give us an idea, but by the time this podcast Something is out. got me started. Ooh. <laughs> I mean, yes, Josh, yes. Like, simply red repping. Give it all up for no. you, yes, I would. Give it all up for you, yes, I would. <laughs> Fantastic. Oh, like that, that reminds me of childhood, that does. Just banging yeah. simply red tunes on the radio the entire time. Fantastic. Uh, do you remember that roller coaster song they did? And it was just like played continuously. It's just... Indeed. I do. I do. I remember it like it was yesterday. <laughs> I mean, it's only nothing like that one. Did. Uh, I'm probably going to show my age by saying head. it was probably before my time. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> there you go. I mean, what a way to alienate your, your podcast hosts here. <laughs> it's been wonderful having you on and hopefully we'll see you again in another Four or five years, I don't know. Maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe the schedules are. It schedules doesn't work are hard, like yeah. that. He won't. He won't at that point be the same age as us. Uh, um, yeah. <laughs> Shit. Fuck you, time. <laughs> Fuck you, logic. <laughs> Fuck you, physics. <laughs> That's it. Um, but I think that is probably a good place to wrap it for this week. We've got we've got a few more um, newsy stuff, but I think a lot of these can wait until next week. I've um, just had a thought. I might actually know what it's called. Go on. Go on. Give us a... Hey, let me just try and find it because... Uh, sorry, I might have gone a little bit quieter there. Go on. Because there was another picture of it. Uh... Next to the box that had the name on it. <laughs> oh, Lee. And while Lee's looking this up, I'm going to start wrapping the podcast up. So... I'm going to extend a massive thanks out to you listeners for just making it this far because we've been rambly, we've been <laughs> largely largely tangential, but we've been like always authentic to the 
fret talk way of doing things. Uh, so thank you. Thank you, thank you. And thank you massively, big, big, massive thanks, Ting, to the Patreon backers. You are the people who make this show a thing. So thank you to you guys. And we are going to give you a massive shout out before we do. If you want to be one of those people, if you want to be part of the cool kids club, the cool kids of patreon you can be for as little as two dollars a month in english money that's not even as much as a starbucks like definitely not as much as as fuel (laughs) for yeah for less than a liter of our fuel you can a share bag of doritos (laughs) yeah a share bag of doritos (laughs) Um, i mean i I, honestly i'd take it if you just like mailed me a share bag of Doritos a month. That would be well, fine. The Chris brands are available. <laughs> they are indeed, yeah. Um but those the the amazing Patreon backers, you are as follows. You are Mr. Andrew Bimson, Mr. Adam Yeomans, Mr. Doug Christ of 37 Effects, of Masters of the Cinematic Universe podcast, of the Just Surprise Me podcast. We have got Mr. Hugh Rection. <laughs> Well, hey. <laughs> I didn't realise I was a Patreon. <laughs> I mean, Mr. Tiny Dick. <laughs> no. uh, we have got Mr. Ben Fletcher of Fletcher Pickups. And we have got Mr. Brian Gower of the Tone Jerks podcast. And as of this week, of the Second Button podcast as well. Massive, massive thank you to you guys. And if you want to catch me online, I am the Budget Pedal Chap. You can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. And YouTube is the home to the No Talk All Tone series. And you can occasionally find me on Pedal Boards of Doom, too. And me. Indeed. And Lee, <laughs> where else can me. you find Pedal Boards of Doom? Uh, in your back pocket. And in that little pickpocket. And uh, I couldn't find Around the name. I thought, the I thought, turn left. I've seen the very top of the letters of the name, but I couldn't see the rest of it. And it's a it's a longish word by the looks of things, probably about seven letters, if that helps. But I've just looked on the GHS uh, Pedals uh, Facebook page, and they've released a video, which uh, I'll just share with you guys what it looks like. It is basically the GHS shelves, you know, that they have all the pedals on, mm-hmm. just uh, full of a ton of rat pedals with a bunch of mice crawling over them because... Obviously, rats would probably be a bit gross, so <laughs> so they've put mice over. They, you know, they could have hamsters as well. In fact, that one there does look like a hamster. <laughs> so, um, yeah, they've done a little video, and then at the end of the video, it just says tomorrow. Uh, but it's called the JHS uh, tomorrow. I was gonna say it's called the tomorrow. I never would have seen that coming. <laughs> but you see this one. See this one here. This is the white label. So this is the rat that had the inverted label on it. I bet that's the white one. Okay. Because I forgot. I forgot you had that one. Um, and I mean, I've got to admit, like rat history is not my forte. Yeah, it's there is a my, The only thing I really know about it is that it was used on the Master of Puppets album. I think. There you go. I mean, rats are like the best overdrive, man, or distortion. Um, yeah, um, the brat wasn't supposed to be quite as good as the others, but it was. It existed. I really want to hear this pedal. I really want it. 
sorry, but you've piqued my interest of why you've got a Rammstein guitar there. Me? Yes. Where? On one of your tabs, I can see Rammstein guitar. Oh. <laughs> I was looking at Rammstein. Indeed. I mean, I this, sure is, I this has gone from... the guy's name, right? <laughs> <laughs> so this has gone from, like, an outro of a podcast to now, like, doing some um, Facebook yes. googly... Sorry. So you can, you can find me on Facebook, where we have the <laughs> world's best pedal Facebook group. You can find us on Instagram, where we don't really care about it. And you can find us on YouTube, where you can find all three of us. And there are other places, but if you have anything that you want us to do and video-wise, or if you own a pedal company and you want us to demo some stuff, you can get us to do it. Hit us it's up! And Josh, pedals. <laughs> give us that plug again for all of your stuff. So you can find more about me at the Corona Mortis on Instagram. You can find me on YouTube at Z. And you can find my podcast at the Guitar Geeks podcast on Instagram and Linktree. Boom. There you go. And that will be us for this week. It is a a quite girthy over over an hour, maybe even over an hour and a quarter this week. So there you go. You have you have those extra extra minutes for free. On us. Uh, so from myself, Mr. Budget Pedal Chap, from Lee Padabadabadabadabadoo. Say bye, Lee. Boom. From Mr. Josh, the Corona Mortis. Say bye, Josh. Bye, Josh. It will be a tatty bye and good night for this week. Ta da Bye. Ta da. Ta With their bare hands. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Oh.